welcome to the Healthy Catholic Moms podcast, where we make moving and nourishing our bodies a priority so that we not only fulfill our vocations, but excel in our callings. I'm Brittany Pearson, a Catholic wife, mom, and personal trainer, and I'm here to help you build healthy habits that actually fit your life. I am here to teach you how to get the results that you want and maintain the results that you want without spending hours at the gym or meal prepping all weekend long. I understand. I am right here with you, getting my workouts done in the nooks and crannies of time, looking up recipes while nursing babies, and trying to prioritize my own health amidst everything else going on. But I have really good news for you. You can get the results you want in less time without doing hours of cardio and restrictive dieting. I am going to teach you how to use strength training and eating in a macro-balanced way to get you feeling so good in your skin, full of energy, and strong to carry out your life, okay? (laughs) On this podcast, we'll delve into how to lose fat in a simple, sustainable way, what your workouts and nutrition should look like during different seasons of life, like during pregnancy and postpartum times, We'll also discuss healthy, quick meals and how to get them on the table, make food that kids will actually want to eat, mom hacks for making your day run more smoothly, and so much more. All the while with continuous encouragement to stay the course and live with discipline. This is a place where we're striving to steward our bodies well in order to joyfully serve. I am so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome back or welcome for your very first time to Healthy Catholic Moms. I'm so happy you're here. And today I'm going to try to keep this pretty short and sweet so you can directly go and apply this episode. Okay, so I said I am staying in the applicable to the season kind of genre here if you've been hanging around the last couple episodes. So These are just the things that are like very relevant to my life right now as a mom of three boys when I know that more things are going to be coming into our home when they get gifts and things like that. So I just always like to kind of clear a space first rather than feel super overwhelmed when the influx comes in. And it's still very minimal. They get very few gifts from both us and just a couple of family members. So um, either way, I just like to kind of as part of Advent and the idea of making room in our hearts for the Christ child, like actually making physical room in our home, I also just really like to – it gives me um, a time that like a lot of times I'll think about, oh, I need to give this away or give that away. And it just kind of wrapped up in in the decluttering for me as well of there – this tends to be the time where we just stumble upon a lot more people in need of and for various things. And it gives me a chance to kind of go through what have we been using, what have we not, what can I pass on now to somebody else. So – All that to say, we're going to chat about some decluttering and prioritizing things. I am absolutely in no way an expert on this, and I think this is such a personal topic where something's going to work for you, something's not. I'm not going to give you a bunch of tried and true systems. I'm just going to share with you what I'm doing and how I prioritize those kinds of things. I do have an episode on this as well from last year. I think it was titled, Tis the Season to Declutter or something along those lines. I have another episode with Gina Morton wherein we talk a lot about decluttering and all this kind of great stuff. So like I said, there's a lot of different podcasts out there 
Uh, Mother Like a Boss is one by Kendra Hennessy where she talks about decluttering. And, you know, I know there's tons of minimalist podcasts and things like that. So you obviously have lots of great resources to turn to and take what you want from here. Leave the rest. I just think the idea of decluttering in general is very important, especially those of you who maybe are looking to start getting healthier for the first time or to start implementing new workout routines, new meal planning. Maybe you're going to join us for our January challenge. It is very difficult to just heap new things on top of a messy situation. So seriously, oftentimes with my one-on-one clients, because I can get so like in-depth and nitty-gritty with them, I will be looking at their food logs, reviewing their workouts and say like, what is the what's the other barrier here? Like, is it just this isn't there's too many days a week? Is it a stretch? And most of the time, it's because other systems are not in place. Like they're like, I'm running around with like a chicken with my head cut off. Like I don't have a schedule for making meals. I have no idea what day I'm cleaning my bathrooms, like those kinds of things. So I just think in general, this is a great start as the year wraps up, as we're facing kind of a fresh start, new year, and a lot of people get a little bit of lag time. You know, I know a lot of you who have kids in school, your kids are going to be home and you might be like, this is not lag time. But a lot of times we get some extra time off work between Christmas and New Year's, even if you're looking at doing this after Christmas, then it's just nice to kind of get your ducks in a row if you're especially trying to make room for other healthy habits and new habits. You know, again, just it's we're setting ourselves up for failure if we are just going to like it's like walking into a super messy kitchen you're like now i'm just going to make dinner or, like bake some cookies like let's get it back down to where it should be a clean start and then start from there okay so again this is just some ideas and you know inspiration maybe from somebody who's super not an expert in this area <laughs> okay so what i personally am doing i just made a little list of things that were driving me the most crazy so that's how i prioritized i you know, being realistic, I'm not going to go through my entire house in the next week or two. So what areas are really driving me nuts? And what I came up with was number one, my own clothing. Number two, digital stuff. Number three, kids toys. And number four, my kitchen cupboards. And I honestly think these are probably the the areas I have to hit the most, which is ironic because this is the thing about decluttering. You, I tend to feel like, okay, I've hit that once. Like it's done. I never have to go back to it. And I'm always surprised when I have to. And that's not how, you know, this works. We are always the editors of our homes. We're always supposed to be kind of taking stock of what's there, what we need, what we don't need. And, you know, just going about that all the time. So I definitely need these little touch points. So those are the four areas I was hitting. Now, I think that there are several ways to go about this. So you could just write down your top three priority areas right now. You could pause me and do that. I'm sure a couple pop into your head. I think it's easiest to just start with like, what is my biggest pain point? My clothing popped into my head very easily for me because I'm sick of I'll like wake up bright and early and pull out the drawer from under my bed because that's where my workout clothes are. And that drawer is just stuffed with clothes. I really do not have that many other clothes. And if you do my videos, you probably are like, yeah, Brittany, you also wear the same four shirts in your workout videos. I do. And you wouldn't know that I have a workout drawer just stuffed with clothes. So I knew it was time to like, okay, go through. You know, I have so many workout leggings, but I'm like, but these two are my favorite. These are the ones I'm going to wear all the time. So why do I have these other 12 that I don't wear? Uh, for all various reasons. Now, this one falls down. These ones are a little see-through, so they're the at-home leggings. And then these ones are like, okay, I just this one's weird because that pocket is like weird, but like just get rid of them. So start with 
what's really driving you nuts and or maybe what's going to kind of affect what you're doing in the holiday season. Like kitchen cupboards was an easy one for me because I'm spending a lot of time in the kitchen, which I love to do during the holidays, but I don't love it when I go to pull out cookie cutters and like a panini maker that we never use is falling out on me. Okay. So I think more than cleaning, what we need to look at usually is pulling things out first, getting rid of things. I'm sure we all have things to get rid of. Even though, again, I'm doing this all the time, probably at least twice a year I'm going through like this and getting rid of things. We still have stuff to get rid of and it always shocks me because we're evolving and changing as people all the time. So there's things that maybe we had a season of. I actually, when I, we had a heavy season of paninis where I was making paninis like every week. And um, that one, I'll be honest, I still kept for right now thinking like maybe we'll kind of go back in a panini phase. So I held on to that. But there's there were other things that was, you know, much easier to just say, no, we really don't even do this anymore. So or we don't need this anymore or they grew out of it or whatever. So start with what's driving you nuts. Pick a realistic couple of rooms or spaces or whatever so that you actually accomplish this. Like this is how we build confidence in ourselves and we believe that we're actually going to do something when we say we're going to do it, which is why, like, for example, if you're working through the Healthy Through the Holidays program with me right now, I set the bar for us at three workouts a week with an optional fourth for that very reason. So you don't set the bar at six workouts a week in a very busy season, and then you feel upset and guilty and uh, shameful and all these things when you don't live up to that, but really it was the expectations that were just unrealistic at this time. So I would say the same now. I'm not telling or advising you to walk away from this podcast and go blitz your house and think like, Brittany said I have to get everything ready for January. That's not true. I think that it's helpful mentally and physically. There's so much research and evidence that shows clutter, physical clutter affects us mentally so much. And I don't know about you and where you live, but I'm spending way more time indoors this time of year. And the, if there's physical clutter around, that takes a huge toll. I cannot, like, if I will sit down to program workouts, I cannot sit down, pull out my laptop and go to work if there is just a bunch of stuff around me. Like I have to deal with that first. Even a sink full of dishes, anything, like it has to be done first. So this is what we're going to do. Okay, so I, I mentioned the areas that I'm working through. And then, like I said, come up with your spots. Then decide how you are going to tackle this. So there's different ways. There's always variety in how we all work best as people, okay? some I'm just going to share with you some ways that I've heard work or that have worked for me. Number one would be to set a timer every day so that if you you might think like I don't have an hour to do this every day or three hours to do this all at once or anything like that, but maybe you could just set a timer for 15 minutes, like maybe right when you wake up or right before you go to bed. I actually do this a lot before bed because so so often I'm like I don't have enough time or I'm so tired I'm not doing this right now I'm like Brittany it's just 15 minutes I'll just set the timer and start and if I do that so often at night like it the 15 minutes flies by I by the time I look at it I'm like oh there's only six minutes left like wow I almost got this whole task done if we just focus on one spot I think for for me note that I do this when the kids are in bed so it's usually like a quiet time or first thing in the morning or definitely at night when they're down because when they're up and we get interrupted, it's a very interrupted 15 minutes of like, oh my gosh, but don't let that be your, you know, obstacle, what holds you back either. If you need to do this when the kids are up, maybe you have a newborn who's around you all the time and you're like, I'm not staying up later than I need to. I'm not getting up earlier. Maybe just do it when your kids are up and know that you're going to get interrupted, but okay, I'm still going to set this timer for 15 minutes and I'm just going to go through this like under the sink cabinet in my kitchen and see what I can do there for 15 minutes, you know. 
because it's driving me nuts because every time I open it, stuff falls out. Like again, hit an area that drives you nuts. So that'd be tip number one to set a daily timer. Tip number two, I would either, here's an either or. Again, you have options. I'd start with either where you can see the most improvement or start with the point that is stressing you out the most, like your biggest pain point. So I've heard people say that it's best to get quick wins. So I've heard it's like the same thing with a daily to-do list. If you're a person that writes a to-do list or has just like a planner going on of things you got going on that day, I've heard people advise to tackle first one of your smaller things or to go kind of in that order so that you build confidence and like get to tick those off the list. And then by the time you've worked up to the bigger projects, you've gained some momentum. But then I've also heard the exact opposite thing be true of start with what is like the most daunting. So this, I think, very much depends on your personality. I, as disciplined as I try to be, and I keep working toward discipline, I have never started with something that I'm dreading the most. You know, I will definitely do everything else on the list before I get to whatever it is on a list that I really don't want to do. And this would be the same thing. So for me in my list, the area I'm super dreading is the digital area of clearing out my inboxes, fixing like my workflow of where emails go into. Obviously, it's still messy right now for me on that side with just even work emails that were coming into fitmomlife to the fullest at gmail.com that are now brittanyhealthycatholicmoms.com. But then more so in this, I put like my inbox, but I also put kids photos and videos and all that good stuff that we just you know are hanging out on the cloud somewhere that I'm just letting hover there and I dread it because I know it's going to take probably the most time so that's going to go probably to the bottom of my list and I'm not going to tackle it that way but do whatever works best for you here maybe you just need to get that out of the way first so that you can breeze on through the, the rest of your list another tip would be to bang out just one area in one day. Okay, so kind of the opposite of the first tip of setting the daily timer. Maybe that's not going to work for you because you're the kind of person that once you get into it, you really need to see it completed. That's me if I'm like cleaning out a closet or something. You really can't stop once you have pulled everything out. If you've pulled everything out and you're going through it, you really can't just put all the pieces back in and walk away to go pick up your kids from school or something. So I would just kind of choose your time wisely. The other night, I actually was, I knew that I was going to be going to this like clothing swap event where you bring clothes that you're sick of and whatever that my friend hosts and we just put them all out and you take home what you want. It's awesome. Um, and I knew I had that coming up. So at least I had something kind of forcing me to do this. I was like, okay, I have to go through my clothes. Here it is. And I knew it was going to take a lot of time. So just one evening when the kids again went to bed, And we don't put our kids to bed like crazy early, so and I do go to bed early. So there's not a ton of time there, but I knew I'd have like a good hour, hour and a half if I just got right to it. And I put a Hallmark movie on on my phone, (laughs) and I just pulled everything out of my closet and went through – I went through the drawers and, you know, just gave that chunk of time. So when you're looking at this, maybe – Use some prudence there of, okay, this project's going to take way longer. This would be an evening when I have an hour or like when I put a movie on for the kids and they're watching a movie, but I can get this done or whatever, whatever works best for you. And again, do what is going to help you out the most. So to recap and leave you with some ideas, I'm going through my own clothes, digital stuff like my email, inboxes, photos, 
that kind of stuff, documents that are just hanging out places. Kids' toys, I didn't talk too much about, which you can, again, go through this however you want to. Some people like to do it with their kids so that it's part of, like, look, we get rid of these things because we have more toys coming in. Other and and or teaching their kids how to declutter as well. This would actually be a really fun episode, I think, just even decluttering in general, but kids' toys and things like that. I think it'd be really fun to poll all of you either via email or on my Instagram, and then I can share your responses and your methods with all of us here in this community because it'd be really fun to hear just different ideas. I'm always inspired by that. So I think I'll do that. I'll put that on the list for 2023 of you know, this is how we do decluttering toys or this is how whatever, just decluttering in general, that kind of fun stuff. It would be fun to hear from all of you. So if you think of it, actually, you can go ahead and email me some ideas right now at Brittany at HealthyCatholicMoms.com. But I will make that and I'll start saving your ideas and responses. But I will make that an organized little survey or poll on Instagram or something like that. So we can all figure that out. Okay. And then that last area that I mentioned that I personally am doing is kitchen cupboards. And I would just suggest, of course, like donate what you can rather than just toss stuff. Sometimes when I'm just in the mode, I'm like, I just want to get it out. So I really would just rather throw this out if they're like some old mugs or something. Now, obviously I take the condition into account. If they're chipped and things like that, I'm they're going to go to the garbage. But if they're in great condition, just get it right out. Like the next day, drive it away, give it to your husband, ask him to drop it off somewhere. Because the worst thing is when you've done the work of decluttering, but all the stuff's still hanging around and we drive it around in our trunk for a couple months <laughs> or it then goes sits in the basement and then our kids find it and then they bring the toys back up and it's like a whole thing. So I hope that this got you a little excited to turn over a little fresh start to meet baby Jesus with a nice decluttered home. Hit those other episodes if you want a little bit more um, in-depth information as to this topic. And I appreciate spending time with you and you choosing to spend your time with me. So I look forward to chatting with you guys next episode. Please let me know if you need anything. Just shoot me an email, Brittany at HealthyCatholicMoms.com. Bye.